It's Quicklink Podcast for Friday, 22nd of January. We've got COVID cancellations, uniform unveiling, racing results, and Charlie and Calpe. Here's the show. G'day, pop pickers, and welcome back to Quicklink Podcast. We'll start with two kit reveals from the World Tour. Firstly, Canyon SRAM dropped their latest offering for their women's team, and blow me down, it's even more bonkers and brilliant than the previous incarnations. What colours are on it, you may ask? Yes, all of them. And what design is it, you may follow up with? Yes, all of the designs. Later in the day, Kubeka Assos showed us the full reveal of their 2021 uniform. It's a white base with a black hoop across the chest, black sleeves and black shorts, with the Kubeka hand logos dotted here and there, and flashes of fluoro yellow. And it all looks like their riders are getting nice little hugs from chipmunks. If it could be a little bit goatsy. I genuinely think it's my favourite of the boys' bunch. Covid is an arsehole section now. The East Cleveland Klondike Grand Prix? Cancelled. Kerner Brussels Kerner Jr.? Cancelled. Volta Algarve, postponed until May. In actual racing that has happened news, and I'll confess that this section has been dropped in later, Aaron Gate and Olivia Ray are the winners of the Gravel and Tar Classic one-day races in New Zealand. And staying down under, Richie Port has won up Willunga Hill for the seventh consecutive year, taken all the way to the line and saluted by teammate and Stage 2 winner Luke Plapp. Uh, Luke Durbridge followed the pair home at eight seconds, that's in the Santos Festival of Cycling, which is the kind of domestic replacement for the Tour Down Under. With just the crit stage to go in Victoria Park tomorrow, Durbridge has a two-minute GC lead over Plapp. Chris Harper sits third at 2.42. Durbridge also holds the sprints jersey, whilst Plapp leads the KOM and Young Rider competitions. Sarah Gigante won stages two and three in the women's event and has three minutes 11 to nearest rival Lucy Kennedy on GC. Ruby Roseman Gannon is third at 3.42. 20-year-old Gigante racing for combined super team Garmin Australia holds all four jerseys. In Venezuela, with two stages left at Volta El Tequira, Roniel Campos leads GC with 2.31 over Oscar Sevilla. Danny Osorio sits third at 5.48. Campos retook the race lead with an almost four-minute breakaway win on stage five, before coming home with Sevilla in the top ten on stage six at six minutes down to stage winner Timoteo Anderson Paradis. The 53rd edition of Le Samine, scheduled for 2nd of March in Haino in southwestern Belgium, has announced the 25 teams set to take part, including 7 from the World Tour, that's AG2R, Cofidis, Dukernik, Intermarché, Lotto Soudal and Kubeka, who will be joined by the likes of Alpes and Fenix, B&B Hotels, Rally Cycling from the States, Arkea Samsic, uh, Direct Energy, and some Conti teams including Canyon DHB, Jumbo Visma's Development Squad and Seg Racing. We've also had the first set of names confirmed for the first World Tour race of the year, that's the UAE Tour, due to take place between the 21st and 27th of February. It'll be the first time we see Chris Froome racing for his new team Israel Startup Nation, as well as our first glance of Mark Hershey lining up for UAE Team Emirates. Also on the start list there are big hitters Tadej Podjakar, Adam Yates, Matthew van der Poel, Filippo Garner, Fernando Gaviria, Sam Bennett, Caleb Ewan and Pascal Ackerman. That's the news roundup. I'll close out the week with the next update from our man in Calpe. He's the condor of Clitheroe. It's the one and only Charlie Page. Hello and welcome back to CPE Audio Diaries for the Quicklink podcast. This week's my fourth entry. Time flies when you're having fun or it's going incredibly slowly. Still being out in Calpe, preparation is well underway for the 2021 season. Now leaving on the 2nd of February before my first weekend of racing, the final week will sure have a pinch of panic training. 
race is still going ahead on the first weekend of Feb. However, the chances are slimming with most French regional cross races being cancelled, including Brittany's. As well as this, Tour de Normandy has recently announced that it's cancelled its race. And I think that's the 22nd of March. Plus the new variant causing chaos across France. But for the moment, as many of us are, it's best just to take it a day at a time and anything we had planned to do will always be under threat. If races do get pulled, I'll probably stay in Spain, which is horrendous, I know, but I, I think I'll cope. So, what have you been up to, you ask? Or you've just skipped a few minutes to try and avoid this section? A bloody lot of bike riding is the main answer. A lot of long hours in the sun combined with some tough efforts. But don't worry, I'm still not cracked yet. With most pro teams being out here in Calpe, it's given me a chance to check out the new pro kit in person. My favourite so far is the AGTR Le Mondial kit, or Citroen. I know it's controversial and it may be pretty biased as it's friends, but it looks really fresh and I think the colours look a lot better in real life than they do on the social media posts. Plus the BMC with the red components and gold for Greg Van Avermaet look perfect. Whilst out cycling, I also discussed this last week whether some cyclists wave or not and it does continue. Last week's discussion, how some teams wave and others don't, the answer has been finalised and the results are in. The worst offenders for not waving have to be to Koenig Quickstep. However, I want to give a big shout out to fellow northerner James Knox and Frenchman Philippe, who are always sure to give you a big wave when you're out. Whilst out in a restriction East Spain until this week when hospitality has had to close, I've been very lucky to do a few cafe stops whilst out, with plenty of cafe bonbons have been drunk and they've got me round plenty of ride. For those who don't know about this Spanish sweet godly nectar, it's a shot of coffee with condensed milk in a tiny little shot glass. Give it a stir, maybe a pinch of sugar, and I'm telling you, it'll get you around any six hour ride. I'd like to also give a special shout out to a cycling cafe called Musette, which is at the bottom of Rats. For anybody that's out there, they do a perfect cup of coffee. I'm not sure what coffee they use. I think it might be Origin Coffee. I don't know. But it's great. And it's not sponsored either. However, I won't be opposed. So thank you very much for listening to another audio diary. I'm sure that I'll have more updates on the coronavirus situation and what else I've been up to in my final week. Hopefully, there won't be too much panicking as I'm racing throughout February. Thank you very much. That was Charlie Page, and we'll be hearing from him next week. It's set. Oh, hello. There's another update from Charlie. Here we go. I'd just like to reiterate that it's not actually Origin Coffee that they use at Music Cafe. It is roastery coffee. Check them out on social media. They're a grand cafe and they're English speaking too. There we go. Thanks for listening to today's show, show 22. We'll be back over the weekend with a double dose of cyclocross. And then it's the Monday weekly waffle. We'll speak to you then. Goodbye. (laughs)